Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Five-hour energy is energy on the go. But what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. Five-hour energy. Energy for hunkering down. And Fanny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, Excuse me! She's pro wrestling's queen of mean. But behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences. From no-holds-barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A-list superstars, the real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. I am Jerry Strauss. I am not Vicky Guerrero. Vicky is not here at the moment, but I'm here just to get you into this week's episode, and I am going to apologize right now for both of us, especially for me, because it's probably my screw-up, but we are having some technical difficulties this week, flat out. We'll just state it off the bat. We were scheduled to have an amazing conversation that did take place between Vicky Guerrero and the current, the new NWA women's champion, Thunder Rosa. That was scheduled to be this week. Unfortunately, not going to happen because the audio has gone to technical difficulty land. We're working on it, but if all else fails, Thunder Rosa has already agreed to come back on the show in the very near future. So look forward to that. We love the NWA. We love NWA power. We can't wait to spotlight the NWA and to go into their world once again. But for now, today, because we always have a backup plan, it is going to be a double-sized, the super-sized edition of, excuse me, we are going back to the classics. We are going back to AEW, All Elite Wrestling. We've been so lucky to work with them and have so many great conversations with their talent already on this show. So we're going to revisit a couple of them. We are going to revisit uh, our conversation with the one and only Brandy Rhodes. And we're also going to uh, revisit our conversation with the good doctor herself, Britt Baker, who's kind of the talk of the town lately in AEW, right? She's been doing uh, some very big things, some different things. So it's going to be fun to go back and hear her voice, you know, woman to woman with Vicky Guerrero and to kind of get a sense for maybe where she was going all along. It's going to be fun to retrace our steps here this week in the world of AEW. Of course, thank you for following us on social media. Of course, our Facebook show page, Vicky Guerrero's Twitter, 
and Instagram accounts as well. Make sure you follow all of them for all the latest on what's going on in Vicky's world. And thanks for subscribing. We are on all the major social, uh, the uh, sorry, podcast platforms. And uh, we want you to subscribe so you can get these episodes first before anybody else. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to remember it. They're there waiting for you the way you like to listen to them. So whether it's Apple iTunes, whether it's Google, Spotify, uh, whatever the case may be, check us out. Excuse me. Pass us along to your friends as well. We're doing some good stuff, and we've got even bigger things, a lot of diverse things coming up in the future. Without further ado, it's an AEW doubleheader. And by the way, this week also features a special new edition of Tales from the Interview Queen. So Alicia Toot is here with us and stick with us till the end of the episode so you can catch her brand new story. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss this one. Without further ado, here we go. Classic AEW here on Excuse Me. We could just start right away. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, it's always great to reunite people who truly are uh, great friends who love each other, who know each other. Uh, Vicky, uh, so excited, I know, to uh, get on the line with our guest this week, of course, Brandy Rhodes. Brandy, how are you this week? Oh, I'm awesome. How are you guys doing? We are great. Gosh, Brandy, it's been forever since I talked to you. I know. It's, it's been so long, and I was just actually reminiscing about some of the times that we used to drive together between towns when we traveled <laughs> when no one else wanted to ride with me you were my saving grace <laughs> uh, uh, you were a cool gal why wouldn't i you, you were the fashionista that made me look bad <laughs> 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 no but brandy seriously you um we know that uh, you you're very successful with the with the you know beginnings of aew but i wanted to focus on you because you are an amazing woman because you are juggling so many things right now. And, um, you know, not only are you the wife of Cody Rhodes, but uh, you have your own YouTube channel called uh, Shot of Brandy. And um, are you still doing that with, with all the AEW chaos going on in the scheduling? Yes. Um, how I'm doing it, I'm not so sure. Um, <laughs> no, actually, it's, uh, it, it's really fun because now that. Um, we have the show, uh, AEW running weekly. Uh, it gives me the opportunity to use more AEW talent on a shot of Brandy. So Absolutely. we've been having some, yeah, some unique fun guests, some people that <laughs> people haven't um, thought that they would see cooking in my kitchen, but yeah, it's really fun. So I'm going to try to keep that going as much as possible. We usually have that on every other week. So, you know, you, you have me a Prosecco. I love Prosecco. And when you do these recipes with it, I mean, I just, I love it because it just deals with food. And that's my favorite item of the world. <laughs> the <laughs> I way, love Prosecco. Yeah, just your cooking and your dishes and you're just being real. I mean, you're being who you are in person, you know, on your YouTube channel. And I just, that's so awesome to see because, you know, what people see is who you are. And uh, it's appreciated. And, you know, your, your funny personality and, uh, you know, just uh, how you cook and how you uh, are relating to the audience. I love it. And I'm attracted to it. And you're, I, I'm your fan, you know, not only on YouTube, but gosh, just the, the woman you are. How do you have fun, find time to do everything? Oh, I mean, it, it's just one of those things where you just have to really dedicate your time to what's important to you. 
and um you know cooking and and kind of drinking i guess i <laughs> i guess i'll admit that <laughs> but hanging out with friends and stuff like that that's just always been important to me so um it's one of those things that it's actually like a pleasure to get to do it once we get you know past all of the the having to plan and organize once uh, i get to have somebody in and kind of tell some of their story or show a side of them that people haven't seen before um that that's all the fun of it so yeah that's awesome and so you're the wife of cody rhodes which in case someone doesn't know um y'all been married for five years correct just hit six six oh, in september six. oh my gosh i mean you're behind <laughs> Oh, oh man, I'm just, I'm getting old, Vicki. That's what's happening. <laughs> Jerry, do you have anything to ask before we start talking business with uh, Brandy? Well, look, I'm already exhausted just by hearing some of the things <laughs> that take up your schedule. But I mean, Brandy, it's got to be crazy now because, you know, people look at, at AEW schedule and they say, oh, they're only, you know, working one day a week. But here we're talking let's break the fourth wall. We're talking on a Monday night. You're already in town for this week's Wednesday's TV. How crazy has your seven days schedule been since this whole TV thing started? Um, it's been pretty crazy, but uh, <laughs> it, it's actually been very doable because as Vicki knows, we, we're used to, you know, a weekly schedule um, with lots of travel. But um, for, for all of this stuff, it, it's, I always get to go home. Which is the great part because, you know, Good. in other uh, companies I've worked for, I've had times where I haven't been able to go home. So um, I can always count on like pretty much having my weekend, um, except for when we have pay-per-views because pay-per-views are on Saturdays. But um, yeah. there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how busy. <laughs> so it's kind of a nice work play balance. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, Brenny, to get down to business, you know, you're the chief, the chief brand officer of AEW. And how is it that you're, you know, there's other companies that, you know, are, are doing the same thing. How are you trying to make this different from everyone else? Because let me just tell you, I love the brand. I love the show. I even have my husband hooked on it. I mean, you guys are just making such a big impact. And it's, it's really, it's, it's impressive. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So the best thing about being the chief brand officer for a brand new brand is that it's, it's a clean slate. So we have the opportunity to formulate the brand to be however we want it to be without people having something else in mind. And, uh, you know, one of the things that was the most important to us, having worked, many of us, all over the world wrestling, um, is that uh, people would be represented well. So there's not always the best diversity in wrestling, you know, yeah. kind of goes in phases, it seems like. But uh, we wanted to make sure that we started off right with that and that we checked out talent from all over the globe. And uh, that's what we did. And we were able to bring in a lot of amazing talents from all over the place, some names that people haven't recognized right away, but once they got a chance to see what they can do and hear a little bit more about them, they've fallen in love with them. So um, it's, it's kind of really panned out pretty nicely. And, um, you know, when you stick to, when you decide kind of what your core values are, which for us is, you know, diversity, inclusiveness, people just gravitate towards that, that have the same values. So yes, we were very yeah. lucky to be able to partner with people like Culture City because they saw, you know, what we were trying to create and that it was very much in line with what they're trying to create. So mm -hmm. uh, that was a really natural fit. And um, we're kind of just continuing in that direction. Um, 
a lot of people that people will start to see roll out that we're aligning ourselves with, you're always going to see kind of that core value of, you know, inclusiveness, diversity, um, maybe wanting to be a challenger. That's kind of all the things that are AEW. Yeah. Jerry, do you have anything before I interrupt well, you? <laughs> I, I mean, along those lines, you know, what I think is so genius about what you guys have done early on, you know, you could see it, you saw it at even New York Comic Con when you guys had your panel, and it was this selection of stars, some of them worldwide known, some of them not yet, but when you really look at who they all are, it's, okay, here is Awesome Kong, who people know from GLOW. Oh, and I love here her. is yeah. Jungle Boy, who, of course, people know his lineage, you know, from, from uh, his dad, Luke Perry. Just all these different peoples, people with strong social media followings, people with strong DIY branding. It's not just that you're picking stars that you guys like. You're picking stars that you know people will love, but you're just so outside the box in how you're finding them. I think that's so cool. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is just, like I said, a, a lot of us, we spent a lot of time on the independent scene. Some of us have, you know, worked for New Japan Pro Wrestling or different organizations over there. And a lot of us have spent time in England and Australia. And we just really remembered those connections that we made that really made a difference with the audience. Um, you know, you'd be, you'd be shocked at some of these, you know, larger independent shows that you go to and how much they just love certain talents and they will follow them to the end of the earth to see them. <laughs> so um, right. those are the types of panels that you just don't forget. And many of us in our travels didn't know that this is where we were going to be right here at this point in time. But, um, you know, it, it just was nice to have been able to do all of those things and have all of these impressions made and um, therefore be able to carry on and bring these people in and have them, you know, subject to a much larger audience. Yeah. Well, you know, and also what's what's so great about your company is that you have some great legends working with you. Um, you know, Arn Anderson and Dean Malenko and Jim Ross. And Jerry, can you hear that? Yeah, I think we've got some a little bit of interference. Do you hear anything, Brandy? No, I can hear you. Okay. We just got some like echoing, but I think it's gone now. I think we're okay. Okay. So, you know, what's great, Brandy, is that your company has some great legends working for y'all. Y'all have Art Anderson and Dean Malenko and Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone, who I just, I dear, I'm, I feel so dear to you, and Billy Gunn and Jerry Lynn. I mean, you guys are blessed with such great legends. I mean, I'm sure that's been like such a highlight for y'all that you have backstage. Um, it's been really fun kind of integrating some of these like you said, legends with some newer talent, um, the plethora of information that they are and the way that they make themselves available to anybody at any time uh, so they can pick their brains and get their ideas and, you know, run things by them. It, it's just really nice to see. And I love every time I see somebody like Jim Ross uh, interacting with somebody like Nyla Rose. Uh, it's just uh, it's fantastic just to see them, you know, sharing their knowledge and, and spreading it on and, and, really just um, being able to call matches for these people. Like one of the, the biggest things that new talent will say is like, I never thought Jim Ross would call one of my matches, but um, here we are, you know? So yeah, it's yeah. Been really, they're, they're really a treat. Absolutely. That's awesome. And, and what do you see for the women's division? Because it's so big now and everyone's focusing on, on different women. Like I saw, I saw the product last week when 
uh, Riho had one, and I, she's so tiny, but man, she's full of fire. <laughs> I was rooting for her. I was so excited. And, um, you know, so what, what different things would you like to see for the women's division? Um, you know, we're really going steady as far as taking our time and giving people a chance to get to know a lot of these uh, individuals. Because, you know, as you said, there are some names that are familiar, but there are more that are not. So um, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fair to bring on a ton of people and not focus heavily on the ones that are there right now. So that's kind yeah. of the pushing that we're doing. And we do have plenty of plans uh, for for more development for the women and potentially maybe another title coming our way. So it's just a slow gradual build um, to make sure that, you know, everybody is able to grow appropriately and they're introduced to the audience appropriately. I think that's awesome because from where I used to be at, um, you know, people were thrown in there and you had two weeks to prove to the fans who you were. And if it didn't work, then they would move on to someone else. And you never got to, you know, you know, get to understand the, the wrestler or the story or the background. And I love how y'all just highlight different, you know, superstars and do these background, you know, um, interviews and just your, your website and on Instagram, I've learned so much about, um, you know, the roster and I love how y'all are just, you're doing that. You're taking your time and letting the fans get to know, you know, who they're going to see every week. Yeah, that's very important. Um, especially, you know, sometimes we get caught up in, we're so fond of somebody, we assume that everybody else knows the background on them and has yeah. done the research <laughs> and it just happens. So, um, yeah, it's really important for us to make sure that we provide those um, opportunities for fans to get to know them. That's awesome. Jerry, you want to say something? Well, I mean, I think I, I just want to say, I, you know, I agree. I think that it's great that you guys are using, basically you're incorporating real life stories of just about everybody and it's doing such a great job of, I think, uh, just giving everyone these very genuine dimensions uh, to their characters, to their personalities that people can get behind. How do you feel, Brandy, about the mix that you have right now as far as having you know, a few established superstars? Of course, Chris Jericho is currently your champion. Uh, you've got John Moxley and some others that people know from, uh, you know, from global professional wrestling. And then as you said, sort of that majority of, of uh, superstars rising and coming up, do you think you have a really good balance right now or are you looking to possibly experiment and take things further one way or the other? Um, I think we are really happy with how it's going right now. Um, I think it's that perfect dichotomy of having, you know, the, the more established stars and the newer stars coming because one thing, you know, we're, we're very in tune with our fans and uh, we pride ourselves in listening to the fans. And one thing they've really expressed is wanting to see new talent kind of come up and, and, and hone their, their craft and get the stardom that they, they're going for. Whereas sometimes if you focus too heavily on, you know, nostalgia and people from the past, um, you miss those opportunities to do that with the new people. And then we wonder why no one's that attached to any of the newer stars, but they're still really attached to the older stars. So I think um, we got a really nice balance right now where it's um, great to have the name person because that's why you turn the TV on. However, if at the end of the match, you're just as enamored with their opponent as you were with them, then we've really done our job. Yeah, absolutely. And I have felt that from watching the product. I mean, it's, 
it's such a great show. And, you know, last week when I was watching it, uh, I watched the first tag team match. And Private Party is amazing. I mean, they do some crazy stuff. I mean, it was unreal. Oh, <laughs> I was, yeah. Okay. I was exhausted just sitting there watching. I'm like, are you done yet? Going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's part of, you know, the name of the game. And it was a huge upset last week having uh, Private Party win the first round of the tag team tournament because I think everyone, including myself, um, everyone I spoke to, they all, it, it was a shoo-in for the Young Bucks. This is what yes. they do, you know, with their eyes closed half of the time. But Private Party really showed up and showed everybody what they're capable of and what they can do. So now they're kind of the team to watch. Yeah, I think it was amazing. It was so good. And you know what else, Brandy, I love about AEW is that you guys work one time a week, um, if not for a pay-per-view device, but it really gives the guys time to rest their bodies. And that's something that's very unheard of in this industry. Yeah, and that was really important to us, um, you know, for, for the purposes of being able to rest and recover, but also for people to just be able to have a healthy life work balance. Um, you know, some, yeah. of our, some of our stars, do other things like Britt Baker. She's a legitimate dentist. Um, yeah. She practices during the week when she's not on the road. And this is something that she wants to do. She spent all this time, you know, honing that craft and, and going through all of the schooling. And it's something she generally loves. So we want to encourage her to be able to do that as much as possible, as well as, you know, the people who have families and children. Um, we want them to be able to spend that time with them and not miss big events. And so um, it, it's really a nice, balance there yeah that's really i mean i applaud y'all for that because that's something that's so important is to have that family life too and enjoy your kids at home and you know be able to enjoy the the personal stuff that, you know and then and be able to be rested up for the next show exactly exactly yeah. <laughs> jay do you have anything you want to talk about well i mean brandy I, th I think it'd be interesting now that we're you know a few weeks into the tv era but you guys have been working together for some time now on pay-per-views and things like that, the AEW team. What's it been like? Because the structure that is kind of running this machine is so different than what we usually have seen in pro wrestling. It's based around the minds and the hearts and the passion of the talent, um, yeah. including yourself, including your husband, the Bucks, and of course, Tony Khan, but also very dependent on you guys driving that train. How has that been like as an environment to work in from your perspective? Um, I think uh, it, it just creates a much more relaxed environment for people uh, as far as knowing that their ideas are important, um, that we do want them to be themselves. Uh, if we hired you, for instance, someone like Orange Cassidy, who I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He's the one with the hands in the pockets all the time. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, if, if, if that's how we hired you, we're not really interested in, in changing you. We're interested in you being able to play your music the way that you see fit. So that's very attractive to a lot of our athletes in that they can really be themselves as well as expressing themselves creatively how they like. So, um, you know, it's definitely something where there's a lot of input and a, a, lot, of, um, a lot of ideas are thrown around. But uh, ultimately... If it's something that, you know, a talent really, really doesn't see eye to eye on with the idea, it's never something that we're ever going to force with them. That's awesome. I mean, it's so great that the, 
the talents enjoying what they, what they love and how they want to look and, and their music. I think that's so great. I mean, you guys are really zoning in on what and what, how to make the talent happy, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, and you know, you, you kind of realize when, when you let people do things the way that they're comfortable, it really translates really well yeah. to the audience. So that's really what we're doing is we're connecting with our audience. And it's hard to connect if you don't feel passionate about what you're doing. Yeah. And you know, Brandy, I wanted, I wanted to bring up what a strong woman you are. I saw your match at WrestlePro with Joey Ryan for the interview. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Girl, when you landed on those thumbtacks, I, I think I felt your pain. I mean, you're like the next Mick Foley for women. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not spread that. Let's not do that. <laughs> we'll just say that, you know, I, 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 there's not much I'm too shy about um, when it comes to in-ring. But yeah. Mick Foley is Mick Foley. So I know, but I mean, <laughs> we're not going to go there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I could even have done that. I mean, that's, that's not something that I would think it was cool for me to land on. <laughs> how, no, I mean, it, how did you get through that? Oh, it, it was not, um, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. In terms of pain level, um, I'd rather go through a table again than fall on thumbtacks. Uh, the thumbtacks are, they feel how they, they think. They really do. Oh, <laughs> I think my they're God. a shocking moment. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, everything, I, I would never do anything I don't want to do, for one thing. So um, no, no, one, no one's ever, you know, saying, hey, Brandy, you have to do all this stuff. Sometimes, it, you know, if you have the wrestling bug, you, you wonder kind of what it feels like <laughs> for some certain things to happen, and you want to try different things. But, yeah, definitely uh, I, I take the table over, over the thumbtacks, for sure. <laughs> I agree. I would take the slapper or the pulling of the hair or whatever, but not thumbtacks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so uh, y'all are on um, TNT every Wednesday at 8. Um, and your next pay-per-view is in Baltimore. Is that correct? Yes, that's November 9th in Baltimore. Okay, and that's called Full Gear. Yes. Okay, all right. And, um, and Jerry, do you have something to, to ask Brandy? Well, I, I mean, Brandy, I think we've talked about all the different aspects of what's going on with you right now. I think it would be interesting to know from you, you know, looking at your life and those who followed you, all the amazing things you've done, of course, part of the WWE, but of course, your, uh, your longtime uh, life before that as an athlete um, and, uh, you know, studying marketing and, you know, you've excelled in so many aspects of life. Where you are now in life, working for AEW in this position, does this check all your boxes? Have you found like that happy place that has really encompassed a lot of the things that you have cultivated a passion for? Oh, good question. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, this is, if I could carve out any position for me, this is the dream position for me. Um, I've always, I've wanted to work in wrestling. I've wanted to as well be able to be in the ring wrestling at times. And, um, I love being a part of uh, the act with my husband, and um, this is literally on paper what I would write uh, as far as a wrestling career goes for me. However, I am not ever the person to say, I'm totally satisfied, let's, let's tie it up in a bow and, and move on. I'm just always thinking of, of more things to do. So, uh, you know, while I can be comfortable for a few minutes here and 
doing this <laughs> and, and enjoying it. Um, you know, there's always a stake that we can raise. So um, always considering doing as much as I can, especially now that we have this brand, to continue to further it and, and get as many eyes watching this as possible. Yeah, very. And, you know, Brandy, also, I wanted to compliment you on your fashion. I mean, the outfits that you have worn for the AEW pay-per-views and on your Instagram, the outfits you wear, you are such a classy lady. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. So, and I know that Sandra oh, Green has been designing your, your gear, right? And all your... All that, your that 100% is Sandra. She is phenomenal. Whenever I give her an idea... She just brings it to life, and uh, she, she's literally the best. She's making gear for almost everyone on the oh AEW roster right now because everybody just loves her so much. You know, wow. she, she once told me that she was so happy working with y'all because uh, she's she found her true happiness of being creative how she wanted to and working with people that are so open to her ideas. She's, she's having a blast with AEW right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are really just loving Sandra because if you think about it, you know, a lot of these uh, athletes have just come off of the independent scene where they maybe haven't been able to get their gear exactly how they like it or they haven't had access to people like Sandra. And uh -huh. so having her is a dream come true because they can literally tell them what their vision is and Sandra will put together a sketch and, and they're just floored. And then when it comes together, it's always so great to see somebody try on their gear for the first time when they've had Sandra make it because <laughs> they're usually almost in tears because they're so happy about it. And she's so great. I mean, they're so, she's so, I mean, she's amazing in her, um, in her designs. I mean, just, uh, she's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. She's really innovative. I mean, it, it's so funny sometimes if I, if I can't kind of grasp the idea exactly how I want it, She'll say, just trust me, I got you. And then she'll put something together and I'll be like, that's so much better than I could have articulated. <laughs> Jerry, do you have something for Brandy before I, oh. I give her the question? Sure. Well, let's ask one more thing. You know, it's yeah. interesting to see the success that you've had, Brandy, the success that Cody has had, both of you together and separately. For many people, it might be tough to kind of manage two people in one household who are so motivated, so driven, <laughs> so, uh, you know, type A personalities. How does that work for you guys? How are, how are you guys able to kind of coexist and channel all that energy forward in a way that doesn't, you know, cross the streams or, uh, you know, or take down each other's vibes? You know, I think it's, it's as simple as we're working towards the same goal. And uh, we've been working towards the same goal for many years now as far as this is our brand. Um, even it was, when it was just Cody and I before AEW was even a possibility, everything was our brand together and how do we move forward best together. So sometimes the, the great ideas come from him and every once in a while the great ideas come from me, but they're, they're always heard, you know. So I, I think that's, that's the best part about being able to work together is every time it, it, it's for both of us together so it's not like you're going to get a, a bad idea coming from anybody because that's both of our faces on it so we yeah. want to make sure that it's the, the best it can possibly be and you know we're, we're really good about um 
taking our, our, our downtime and making the absolute most of it. So Cody's a big fan of, you know, Saturday college game day, and I'm a big fan of staying away from it. So <laughs> I like <laughs> fun and have the guys over and, you know, I'll go shopping or I'll go to church or whatever I got to do to kind of relax my mind. So we're, we, we spend so much time together that we're cool and we need to spend a little time apart. Oh, you just took my answers away because I was going to ask you, what do you do to get away from everything? You know, but that's, talking's good. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, a really big uh, vinyl collector. I, I took that up not that long ago, maybe like six months ago, and my collection is through the roof. And um, it's become a thing where, like, I just, whenever I can, will slip out and try to find a record store, like I was already looking for tomorrow, because I was like, oh, media's done at this time. That gives me a window. And oh, wait, there's a record store not too far from here. So, <laughs> um, so that's kind of like my one of my passions is just being able to go find new records. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm listening to what I already have. So I just really like music. So um, that's kind of my most relaxing thing. That and, you know, getting a massage never hurt anyone, I don't oh, think. So. <laughs> but uh, you're a good woman. I like that. <laughs> So, Brandy, I have one question I like to ask um, all of our guests. It's something that's kind of out of the ordinary. Um, if you were stranded on an island, name two things you would take with you. Oh, man, that's tough. Um, well, definitely Cody, because <laughs> together, I think we'd be able to figure out our way off the island. Um, <laughs> and um, honestly, my record player is maybe like 10 of my records that oh. I just kill in the back yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, Brandy, is there anything you want to plug for AEW before we let you go? Um, yeah, just, uh, if you haven't tuned into us yet, make sure to tune in. We're on every Wednesday, 8 PM, 7 central TNT. Um, every week it's live. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, truly you never know what's going to happen. And, um, yeah, the next pay-per-view November 9th, um, that'll be, you know, available for people to watch on BR live as well as pay-per-view and, uh, just exciting things happening. So stay tuned. Whether you're streaming, gaming, video chatting, or doing it all at once, Gig Speed Internet from Xfinity makes you a multitasking champion. That's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about Gig Speed Internet or ask about other popular plans. Enjoy faster downloads, more of the gaming you love, and a better streaming experience on all your devices. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to get a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. And just try to catch a show. And if we come to your area, there's nothing like the live show because most of these arenas have sold out and the crowd is just so enthusiastic and so contagious. So definitely catch a live show if you see us coming through our area. Yeah. And so ladies and gentlemen, today on the Excuse Me podcast, it's Vicki Guerrero. And I have the talented and beautiful Dr. Britt Baker from AEW. Hi, Britt. How are you today? Hello. I'm doing <laughs> wonderful. Happy to be here. 
Oh my gosh. I just want to say that I am so honored to have you on my show. Um, you're, you just impressed me so much and I am so honored to have you. How, how's it going today? Um, I'll tell you what, it's a busy day and I'm, I'm in the dental office today and I shut <laughs> off my whole schedule. I was like, I have the, I have talked to Viggy at noon and um, of course an emergency patient walked in like 45 minutes ago and needed a crown. I was like, all right, guys, we gotta, we gotta hustle. I gotta, be oh my God. food, and, and it all worked out. It all worked out perfect, but I was sweating it for a second. Well, I appreciate that. We would have always accommodated you because I know that you have a, a really busy more, I know, I know, but it was a, it was like my own personal uh, challenge. My, I, I was testing myself. Can I, can I handle the pressure? <laughs> and, and you did, and you did, which shows that just how also you are empowering and just um, handling everything quite well. <laughs> um, I see that oh, your birthday. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, your birthday is April 23rd, correct? Yes. Uh, I'm April 16th, so we are Aries. That's why I was attracted to you so much. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a I'm a Taurus. I'm right at the cutoff. I'm a Taurus. Oh my gosh! Well, we're, we we share the same birthday month. How's that? <laughs> it's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> you know, I just I want to commend you uh, on graduating with your doctorate in medical dentistry. Um, how was that? You know. Uh, juggling going to school and and having your wrestling career what were some of the challenges that you had uh everything no um <laughs> it was basically uh, it was a very um interesting time from in my life to decide that i was going to per pursue both professional wrestling and dentistry because i had just graduated from my undergraduate um degree at, at state college pennsylvania and i was moving to pittsburgh pennsylvania and i was a big wrestling fan and some <laughs> of my friends who were familiar with independent wrestling were telling me hey pittsburgh's like you know a big market for indie wrestling and i'm like well what i don't know what that is what's indie wrestling like indie music i had no idea like i what i saw on tv was the wrestling i knew i didn't know that you know youtube had all these these you know wrestlers some of the best wrestlers in the world wrestling in in bingo halls and and you know little auditoriums it was, and it was amazing and once i discovered this i was hooked and so i brought myself to, to do a tryout and from there it was it was all you know that's it right sign me up what do i have what do i have to pay what do i have to sign you know i'm I'm in yeah and i loved it but it was so hard and i'm telling you there were nights where i just sat and i couldn't even sleep because i had so much anxiety oh my gosh how am i going to do this tomorrow i have to go to class i have to go to the clinic <laughs> i have to watch this wrestling, this wrestling match to study. I have to go to training, and then I have to go to the gym, and then I have to do homework, and then I have to eat somewhere. And that it was, it was very, very, very challenging, but uh, worth it. So worth it. I, I wouldn't, not one day would I ever, you know, look back at and say it wasn't. That was not worth the struggle or the the frustrations or anything. Yeah. It's, I'm so happy now. So did you do you grow up watching wrestling or what were the things that you that you were enjoying you know, going through high school and you I, know I did I like on and off watching wrestling just because I, I grew up with with a bunch of boys uh, uh -huh. but it wasn't until like high school ironically high school like college where I really started getting into wrestling which is kind of strange because I feel like most people it's the opposite like my, yeah. <laughs> my generation a lot of my friends used to watch wrestling all the time and then they kind of you know 
trailed off a little bit, but for me, um, I remember specifically in college, we would watch the pay-per-views at my house. You know, I had all the Daniel Bryan t-shirts. I was just, oh, wow. I loved it. And it was so much, it was just so exciting. And it was just, it was um, like, my boyfriend always says, it's like a mixture of uh, like martial arts, UFC and Game of Thrones with all the yeah. storylines story in it. So it was, it was just so much fun. It was something different too. That's awesome. You know, you, you're not late, Britt, because, um, you know, I didn't get into wrestling until I was 46. <laughs> and that was by a fluke. Hey, so, there you go. <laughs> so it's, it's, better, it's better late than never, right? Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, something that I just, uh, I was looking through your history, and you actually had a WWE debut against Nia Jax. Is that correct? I did. Yes. And, yes, I wow. did. And that, that I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. How was that experience for you? You know, because I know that I know that when I was in the ring and before a show, we'd see the tryouts and, and you know, things going on. Um, how was that? That yeah. must have been nerve wracking because I, I believe I believe I was there just on the side of the ring watching you, um, you know, but, you know, that had to been like nerve wracking because you see all the WWE roster just, you know, watching you. But um, how did that feel to you? And, and what, you know, what were your emotions? Um, of course, so. I had been in contact with, with WWE for a while. Basically, before I even had my first match, I had a tryout at the Performance Center. So I had been in, in contact with them. And, of course, at the time, like, that, that's where I wanted to be. You know, they, I, if, I, if I didn't make it to WWE, I was essentially, like, a failure. Like, that was my goal. I, that, was, you know, that was where my sights were set. And I had done extra work a lot, like a lot at this point. I, they kept bringing me in, and I knew the drill. Like we came in, we went to catering, we checked in with John Crone. <laughs> um, you know, if we if we were lucky, there was time we got to do a, a little tryout, like four minute match in the ring, which um, was the most nerve-wracking experience and you have all these WWE superstars staring at you uh, <laughs> doing your little four-minute basic match with your arm drags and your hip tosses but yeah um, and then they pulled me uh one of the refs pulled me aside I was like hey you ready to go tonight are you excited and I'm like what I don't I don't know what he's talking about and and then finally someone came up to me and was like hey you're you're gonna wrestle tonight on the show they told you that right and I was no what are you talking about and at this point I'm thinking they're like they're picking on the on the enhancement talent like it's a joke or yeah. on that that show. <laughs> what was the show where they were they were swerved or whatever they were swerving I'm like this isn't real um, and then finally they know they they're like no we want you to get in the ring with with Nia Jax now and to make matters even more stressful it was her raw debut she had just got drafted to raw it was her debut and it we needed to basically make her look like a rock star and that pressure lied on me and oh i oh my gosh oh my gosh my face i can i wish someone had a, a video recording of my face cuz i was never so nervous in my entire life from that from that <laughs> second on it was almost like that's all there's always that time in wrestling where you're so nervous like before right before you got the curtain where you you ask yourself why do I do this this feeling is awful yeah. oh my god I hate this and then and then, and then and then it's all worth it but I was I was dying inside I was so scared I was so nervous you oh know, my you god wanna, you didn't want to mess up you didn't want to make her her debut because i'm you know i know i'm there for her i have to make her look great and i was it's terrifying so it was well, absolutely <laughs> terrifying 
Well, obviously you impress a lot of people for them to choose you to be on the show. So, you know, I applaud you for that because it, it spoke volumes, you know, for you to make it that far. So you have to pat yourself on the back for that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, they, they were very, the whole experience was great, though. They were so, so nice to me. You know, Nye was so nice to me. It was a freak, total freak accident. My nose got busted open, and I was oh. bleeding all over the ring. And as soon as I got to the back, it was like they, they were so good to me, treated me real quick. They were checking on me all night. It was, you know, I, it, they were absolutely wonderful to me. I don't have That's a bad awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So after that, after that, you went to Ring of Honor. How long were you there for? I never, okay, so I never really signed a deal with Ring of Honor. I was kind of in and out, in and out. Uh, when I lived in Pittsburgh, pretty much any time they came to Pittsburgh, I was on the show. Um, it's actually where, where I, ironically, where I met my boyfriend, too, was in a Ring oh. of Honor Pittsburgh show. But, um, <laughs> and then, and then after that, re more, more recently, they started, like, flying, flying me around, flying me in and out, but. I never signed a deal, so I don't know. Like, it was pretty much on and off since my first year of wrestling, so I would say three years, give or take, just, you know, random yeah, random uh, matches with them, yeah. Oh, you know, and I was looking at your record with All Elite Wrestling on the website. You have a record of four and two, which is uh, you won two singles and you won two tag team uh you know about um how how's that feel? you're making quite a mark with the with the AEW you know show i mean uh, how how's it feel now that you know you're now you're the main superstar and you're you're able to you know just be on your own and be independent how's that how's that been for you as far as your journey yeah so it's 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 all kinds of mixed feelings actually because it's it's a lot of pressure there's so many eyes on us we are under a microscope i mean if you flinch the wrong way there's all of twitter telling you that that to make uh. sure that they know that you know <laughs> that they did um but but also there's so much freedom and there's so much we have like it's it's so comfortable there like i i, I feel comfortable going to any single person on the roster the agents, even Tony himself, and asking for help or asking their opinion or asking, you know, hey, I'm, I'm a little confused by this. Can you explain this? It's it's just such a, like a, a nurturing environment, I guess you could say. They yeah. want us all to be the best the best wrestlers we can be and they and they know that some of us like myself i've never wrestled on the, well i i guess aside from the the raw debut but um, yeah. I, i've never been on live tv so there's so many things that i'm learning like oh my gosh a commercial break uh, that that's something <laughs> that you don't even think about but when you hear the ref say we're in commercial you're like oh my god wait what no not yet you know so there's so yeah. many things that i'm yeah. still learning and and um I just feel like there's no better environment to learn under one where you're comfortable and you don't feel like you're being tested every second. Or you don't feel like they're, you know, setting you up for failure or anything. Every, like we all are, are very, very lucky and fortunate to, to be there and be learning and working with the people that we're working with. Well, you know, when I, inter when I interviewed Brandy, you know, she talked about the same thing that she really wants y'all to be who y'all are, you know, coming into AEW. And I think it's so great that you do have that liberty to ask questions and to, you know, to tell them, you know, this isn't what I don't understand because that's how we learn, you know, and I think that it'd be more, sure. uh, more horrifying if, you know, you say, okay, you're going to go have a match and, and you didn't feel like you could go ask questions. I think that's, that's hindering a lot of talent, you know, because 
it's about educating each other and, and learning and um you know just for learning how the time you know you have this much time that's pretty stressful you know when you you know uh having like a promo or you know having a match and then between commercial breaks it's a lot and you say the fans you know they, they they're very keen to what's going on but also there's so much more to that and you know um i also want to tell you, you know it's so important that you can't let the fans you know bring you down because they're not in there you know they don't know what it's like when you have so much sure. time you, you gotta get everything in so you handle yourself so beautiful in the ring i just want to tell you that thank you thank you because i am nervous i'm probably the most <laughs> nervous person i know right before i go out there and and you know like and and even though uh, i'm i was the first woman signed and you know I, i'm on the the ring trucks and the billboards and this and that but but i still am learning just like everybody else i've only been wrestling for four years um like i said this is my first experience with live tv so uh you know it's like we're, we're presented as these superstars, but I'm very, I'm very much still a student of the game too. And I openly admit that. And, and I think every, every professional wrestler today is still a student of the game. We're all at different yeah. levels. We're all learning, but it's just, it's how you embrace the experience. You know, you can never stop learning. And as long as you, you keep your mind just a sponge able to absorb everything, you, you can't, you, there's no way you won't succeed at that point. I, I think that's a beautiful lesson, Britt, you know, to, you know, cause there's gonna be a lot of women that are want to get into the business that are listening to your conversation. And this is so important because, you know, people tell me, you know, oh, your problems look so easy. Well, I still get scared. I still get the butterflies. And I think it's just cause when we get right. nervous, we, we care, we, we want to care about our craft, right. of course. But, you know, and last week I saw you when uh, AEW was in Pittsburgh and you know, the love yeah. and the fans gave you, you know, calling you Britsburg. I thought, Oh my gosh, she has made it. She has the love of the fans. <laughs> oh my god, I was so nervous, and I was backstage, and someone's like, "Why are you so nervous?" And I'm like, "I just love this city and these fans so much, and I'm so afraid <laughs> I'm going to come through the curtain, come through the tube, the tunnel, and and there it's going to be silent." And they're like, "Oh my god, there's <laughs> not because I was like, oh my god, I'm going to be crushed. I'm going to be absolutely crushed if it's like." like a nice little golf clap when I come out there because I just I, like, <laughs> oh, like that was such a such a moment to come back to Pittsburgh ironically the building we wrestled in the Peterson Event Center is steps away from the dental school I went to in Pittsburgh yeah and Jim even Ross that, was, that yeah. building <laughs> yeah and it's just it was so such a full circle moment and I'm oh my gosh it, it could not have went any better the fans were awesome the my gear or all your gear, gear. Like, oh my gosh see i had a vision and i'm very like particular and picky about my gear and i'm sure she wants to just set me on fire sometimes with how picky i am but i love her to death <laughs> the best she literally is the best and i had this vision of like the pittsburgh steelers and the pittsburgh skyline and she brought it to life and then some and i i you know how lucky can you be to just have it all kind of fall into place how it's supposed to well you know i just you know I, i'm a dallas cowboy fan i have to admit but i i saw your gear and i thought oh my god that is just it, it fits right into where, where you're at that moment and the fans loving you i mean it, it really was a well-rounded presentation and i just i commend you for that thank you so much thank you and yeah. it was awesome to have the support from aew to you know to give me that moment because yeah 
they didn't have to. Like, that, there were so many other matches they could have ran in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh loved wrestling. It's a huge wrestling city. Um, and to, to have that recognition of how important that, that specific building is to me, that city, <laughs> those people, it was, you know, I, I think I think, you know, everybody, Tony, Cody, the Matt and Nick, I thanked them a hundred times. It just meant so much to me. You know, Pittsburgh was one of my favorite cities to drive into from the airport because when you go over that certain mountain at night and then you start yes. seeing the skyline yes. and the lights, I mean, I, every time I, I take that drive, it takes my breath away because what city gives you that kind of view just on a, on a nightly basis? I mean, I, I always loved right. Pittsburgh because I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to see that beautiful view, you know, whenever I was there. And um, you do live in a beautiful city. It's, well, I'm actually in Orlando now, but that's, you know, how oh I can call that, can call that <laughs> home again because I just love Pittsburgh. I love it. You know, I have a question on, on Twitter that one of your fans uh, just admired you. It's from Big Bad John 3248 and he asked, what women do you okay. look up to in wrestling? Oh, wow. That's a, okay. So, obviously, <laughs> I think um, we have to give credit where credit's due, and any women's wrestler today has to acknowledge the, the four horsewomen of WWE, uh, <laughs> Becky, Sasha, Charlotte, and Bailey. I mean, the the mountains that they plowed through to get yes. you know, the women on the cards where they are today, where and I, I mean, I it's where wrestling was and where it's and where it is now for, for in the women's division. It's just it's it's amazing. Um, it's it's sad that it took this long, but it's but we yeah. you know being optimistic about it. Imagine where where it's going to be in another ten years. But I really feel like those women were huge pioneers in in where wrestling is today with the athleticism and the storytelling um i and i you know i i've met them all i and i they're all they're all wonderful women i can't they're awesome <laughs> yeah they yeah. came in at a, at a really good time you know when things were moving for the women i agree with that um another question i have is from uh, ruiz omar 99 on twitter and he asked how many wrestling fans are your patients <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's more and more um, popular now, or more. It's, I think just the more and more exposure I get, uh, people put it put it together. What and and I'm gonna say it right now. There's still fans that that will tweet at me and and like, why the dentist gimmick? That's so stupid. And I and I I like I just smile and shake my head because if you don't know by now that I'm an actual dentist, I mean they say it every <laughs> single every single second on commentary then I, I yeah. don't know I don't know how else because uh, but but yeah the more I have there's definitely patients that trickle in that say that they're a fan but um luckily they're all super respectful and and they're they're loyal patients they're not just there for like a picture and an autograph they're there for their cleaning for their treatment yeah. and and even if they did only come in just to say hi to meet me, if, if it means that we get to improve our oral health, then I'm okay with it. I, you know, yeah. let all the fans come in then. I, I agree. Um, you know, when I go to the dentist, I have to have laughing gas because I'm such a, a I'm such a, a baby when it comes to the noises and the drills and the tools that they use. Yeah, and it's the noise. <laughs> it really is. Every patient says that. It's the noises. The noises drive them, drive them insane. I said, we need to get like, 
noise cancellation headphones or like virtual reality (laughs) but they can't even see or hear anything that is so funny okay the one last question is from the beige one um his name is troy bell he goes how do you balance your busy schedule on a daily basis being a doctor and also a wrestling superstar yeah so uh, i'm very i'm very blessed and, and grateful for the situations that uh, I'm in right now being with both of my companies that I work for are very supportive of the other company so uh, I work for a dentist in Orlando and they we've come to the agreement that you know the dental office was just closed on Wednesdays now and uh, you know even if it means I have to work four 10-hour days elsewhere during the week that's fine but we have the agreement that Wednesdays I, I can't be available because I'm pursuing my other dream, and with that <laughs> You're being on said, TV. AEW, <laughs> yeah, AEW is so 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 cooperative. They will fly me in like super late, the very last flight Tuesday night, to make sure that I get the full day in the dental office on Tuesday. And they also make sure Thursday mornings after we do dynamite that I'm on the first flight home to Orlando, and then I get off the plane and, and go straight straight to the office. So it's just I have that support, and and it's. I think that's what it comes down to. You you can't can't place yourself in situations where you will not succeed, where you where you won't thrive. You you you, you can only do so much on your own. You you need right. to also have support. Right. Your village behind. You need to have a village to help you succeed. Right. Your tribe uh, affects your vibe. <laughs> that's right. Um, so you, you're yeah. talking about dynamite. So you, your uh, AEW is on TNT Wednesdays at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, um, and I'm going to have a surprise um, to see you on the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager Part Two. I can't wait to see you there. Oh my gosh! Yes, I'm so <laughs> excited. I I had I didn't I've never been on a. Uh, cruise ship with with concerts and or wrestling so i'm so excited for this and just through this is gonna be there i think it's it's gonna be pretty interesting yeah i'm kind of nervous about it because you know I, I go on cruises it's about family time you know and sleep you know till 12 and you know stay out late and this one's gonna uh, i'm gonna be working but it's gonna be a lot of fun just to see AEW like every night and to you know to see the fans it's gonna be such a treat for them and Chris Jericho is just so amazing to put these things together there's a lot of work in that oh and, he's um, the best he's really yeah. the best <laughs> um, I have one last he's, question oh go ahead go ahead oh I was just gonna say Chris Jericho is awesome he is somebody that is like you know he's total A-list he's a rock star he's done it all in wrestling and he will still to help anybody like younger talent I, I was asking him a couple questions uh, at the Pittsburgh show and he you know was, was going over things with me giving me his feedback his advice and I just think he's he's awesome he really is you know it, it's so important to have mentors there that you can go to and I mean Chris Jericho I gosh I think I've known him for over 20 years now and he's just he's done everything and I don't think he he might sleep between two and four in the morning if that you know because he's always on the go and he's such a motivator for anyone around him, you know, and he's just, his heart is so, you know, just, I mean, just selfless in everything he does, you know, he just wants to, you know, spread anything he can to everyone and it shows in his work and it shows in his friendship. Right. Right. Yeah. He's, he's a go-getter. That's for yeah. sure. He plays a good heel too. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, the best. It's, just, it's, it's amazing. Do, do you see yourself, Britt, playing a heel anytime soon? 
I, you know, I, that's going to be very interesting and a challenge for me. I mean, I'm sure the day will come, right? But I've never been a heel. I've Even on the indies, I've always been booked as a baby face. So that's going to be a lot of uh, self-discovery, you know, finding my, my inner demons. If so, you need but I'm, I, mean, I, I love it. I was going to say, I, I love, I, like, the, the all the heels right now in AEW. I have many to go pick and choose from to ask for help. But like I said, I... I uh, <laughs> I, I look forward to that day. And yes, I'm going to come to you. Oh, I would love to spread some knowledge to you. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's, okay. Um, it's, have- and it's funny, my, my, boy, my boyfriend is like the, the top heel in NXT. And then I'm, yeah. you know, one of the, the top baby face girls. And we and people always say like how it's just like a, a clash in personalities. It's funny. But okay, oh, I, sorry. I, I, no, no, I think it's great because it's a balance. You know, there's always a good and bad guy, you know, a good wife, a bad husband, you know, it kind of balances the home the home life. So I think that's awesome that, you know, I think when Eddie was a heel, I was a baby. So, you know, I kind of calmed him down and he would rival me up whenever it's time to totally, get, you know, yes. pissed off. <laughs> uh, that's you got to settle him down, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Brett. So we have one last fun question for you that just for the fans to get yep. to know you. Um, how old is the oldest pair of shoes in your closet? Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I cheat because when I, when I find a pair of shoes that I absolutely love, like I have this pair of leather Converse sneakers that I absolutely love, but when they start to go bad, I buy a new pair and I keep replacing the same pair of shoes. <laughs> so I, I, I like cling on to something I love, but keep replacing it. So it never goes bad. Um, so I'm going to say the oldest pair is only like four years old, maybe. Cause I, I'm a clinger. I, I, when I, I don't want to let go of things at the same time. I want them to look good too. So I'll replace them. Well, you're better than me. I, I go a little bit longer, like uh, from my tennis shoes, but, um, I love to see your shoe collection one day. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, um, Britt, I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I am so impressed by you, and I, I'm waiting to see all the great things that you're going to do with AEW. And um, I just wish you blessings and love and success. And thank you so much for being on my show because you're one of my favorites. Thank you so, so, so much. The feeling is more than mutual. And I'm like, I was seriously honored when, when I got asked to do your podcast. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, Britt. And you have a great day and enjoy your weekend and get some rest. Okay. <laughs> thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites, and Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. 
Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Okay, excuse me, followers. We are not done yet. Next is the exclusive tales from the interview queen herself, Miss Alicia Atute. Take it away, Alicia. Hey everyone, it's Alicia Toot, and I am so excited to welcome you all back to Tales from the Interview Queen. Now, 2020 has already been a complete whirlwind for me as I kicked it off signing with MLW and hosting some amazing shows for them. At my very first taping with MLW in New York, it was such a pleasure seeing so many of my friends, but also beginning a ton of new friendships. Their locker room is just filled with crazy, crazy talent. And one of the people I had yet to meet, and I really wanted to because of his athleticism and talent, he's crazy in the ring, is our champ. Jacob Fatu. I decided to vlog about my very first tapings and of course needed to have him on. We were signing at the merch table side by side meeting fans and before we left, I pulled him aside for the vlog and asked him about his favorite fan encounters or any that really stood out to him. He told me the story about how he was signing and looked up and saw one of his father's ex-girlfriends at his merch table, which is one of the most bizarre and hilarious things ever. He then looked at the camera and said, sorry mom, I laughed so hard. So there you guys have it, a quick and fun tale for today. Thank you so much for listening to Tales from the Interview Queen. I'm Alicia Toot and be sure to follow me online at Alicia Toot and check out all of my interviews and YouTube channel for thousands of great tales, interviews, and vlogs. Until next time. Thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of the Excuse Me podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast platform. Check out our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash excuse me Vicky. Or follow me on Twitter and Instagram and email us at excusemevicky at outlook.com with questions or comments. Until next time, excuse me! Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is hiring near you. Start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Earn an additional $2 an hour through April. Health and safety are a top priority with all our roles and sites. And Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Learn more or find a job now at Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.